Hello and welcome. My name is Michelle Wolf, and you are listening to the Move Forward podcast. Each week, we will be talking about living life to the fullest and making the intentional choice to move past trauma. I'm a registered massage therapist, a whole food lover with farm roots. It's important to slow down, take time for healing, and to incorporate proper nourishment through fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset. During this journey, I'll be speaking openly about my personal experiences with cancer, loss of a loved one, wellness, and infectious optimism. Plus, you'll get to hear interviews with many truly inspirational and informative guests. We'll tackle each challenge with courage and care. Thank you for joining us on a mission to move forward in body, mind, and soul. Now let's begin. Good day, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another quick burst of information and inspiration to help you along your journey. If you are listening to this podcast, the day of the release, which is a Thursday, it is the day before my 35th birthday, which is so strange to be saying this out loud. I still feel like I am in my early 20s, but this is the reality and I am trying to just embrace it as much as possible. Over the years, I have been doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of self-development to better myself. And I do believe that I started this all at a young age because of losing a parent. And I found that having fear or worry or other negative emotions that we hold onto can be very toxic to the body and can manifest in cancer or other illnesses. And I believe this is why I am so passionate about health and about wellness because my mom died of cancer. And rather than living in fear of the possibility of me getting the same illness and dying at a young age of 35, which is the age that my mom was when she passed. Instead, I wanted to know that I was healthy. And I wanted to change that possible narrative that I could have in my head. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't let this idea of sickness take over my life and my journey. Now, it's not as simple as ABC, or maybe it is for some people. But I find that it's a practice that I have been doing for many years. And now I have been working on other narratives that I have in my mind, things that I've been taught as a child, things that I have ingrained in my mind. And I am seeing how I have been training my mind to believe that I am healthy and well for so long. And when I don't feel like I'm on that right path, or I don't feel like my health is being, or if I feel like my health is being compromised, then I am the first to know. And I work at getting back on track and making sure that I am doing everything that I can to be my best self, to be healthy. And I do believe that that is why I am also so passionate about helping others with their health and wellness as well. Now, I want to ask you all who are listening, what narratives have you been telling yourself? What stories have you created in your mind and are you using to hold you back? And what are you holding on to that could be harming you even? I had a call with a few possible clients this past week and each conversation or text message around their life is a negative victim mindset. 
It's a toxic idea of something to be true when in fact it's just the story that we've told ourselves or the ideas that we feel to be true in our mind. I've personally had this mindset growing up that you have to work hard to succeed. Physically, I need to use my body and work hard to make money and to survive. And I mean, it has worked well for me so far growing up, helping out on the farm, making money with jobs where I use my hands physically. And even now as a massage therapist, using my hands to help others as a way to earn a living. But what if it doesn't have to be that way? What if I could not work physically hard and demanding like I've been taught and I could still be financially abundant? What if I was able to change that narrative in my head and find new ways to provide? This, ladies and gentlemen, is what I am currently working at. It seems almost unfair to me that I could find a way to make money without having to work hard for it. I've been praised at how hard I work and how strong I am. I have watched my dad and my family work their butts off day in and day out, long nights at a job that is physically demanding. And don't get me wrong, I wouldn't change how I was brought up. It's an, it's, it was such an amazing life and I am so proud at the hard work that my dad has done to give us an amazing life. But now that I'm into my 35th year, I am realizing... I don't necessarily want to be physically working hard for as as many hours as I have been in the past. So I'm changing the narrative. And you know what? It's really hard. It is, it, it's a different kind of hard. And I am literally changing the neural pathways in my brain to think differently and to act differently to the things that I'm doing. In case you haven't heard me talking about some of the past careers that I've had, um, I've chatted about it a little bit in the past episodes. I actually worked at a neurological rehab center for about seven years when I first moved here to Toronto. I worked with individuals who have brain injuries, stroke patients, spinal cord injuries, and each of them were working to creating new neural pathways so that they could use their bodies again. And so they needed to consistently do their exercises and do these movements to regain the functions in their limbs and in their body. So I want you to imagine even like a newborn baby when they pick up their toys or they try to walk, you know, right away. They have several years of trying over and over to grow the nerves needed to assist, to help assist in moving their hands um, so that they can pick up these toys or moving their legs in the right way to help them crawl and to walk. And so this concept, this growth takes years to develop. It's the same idea for our mind and the way that we think, which is why mindset work takes a lot of consistency and a lot of patience. I have a friend who's been sharing how angry and how sad and frustrated that she's been getting during this quarantine. Her emotions seem to be all over the place and it's hard for her to see the good in the change and the good that is around us. She seems to focus on the bad and the sad things that are happening, which don't get me wrong, there are certainly a lot of terrible things and struggle that is very unfair. But we talk about paying attention and working on focusing on the good and on the positives that are happening. Because in my opinion, being happy and grateful seems a lot more satisfying than being angry and mad 
And so she was saying how frustrating it is that she can't just get it. She can't just switch it off like some people can. And that's because she's always been this way. She's always focused on the negative and the fear. And so in order to change that and to focus on something entirely opposite of what she's used to, it's going to take a lot of time and it's going to take a lot of mindset work. And so there's different ways to work at that and to try to change that neural pathway. But whatever you choose, I recommend that you do it daily, if not several times a day. And to understand that it's going to take some time, you know, it might even take your entire life. You might be working at this for your entire life, but I promise you it does get easier as the time goes on. I often think about my stroke patients and the majority of these clients who have paralysis on one side of their body, so basically their arm and their leg are completely paralyzed, We or partially paralyzed even, they will often regain the movement in their leg, but not typically their arm. And this is because in order to walk, we need our legs right? So you're going to be getting up every single day trying to move, trying to actively use that limb, use that leg. So you're actively using those nerves and regrowing those neural pathways. Now, an arm is something that we can get by with just using one arm. So often you won't find these stroke patients trying and actively using their arm and so this is why you will find their leg might regrow those nerves but not the arm so it's something you know if it's something to really think about actually now that I'm on this rant I'm actually thinking of one client who I did see tremendous regrowth um, and gain with the activity in his arm and the reason being was because he was a man who had a business working with metal so he created like the the tops of big buildings like condo buildings and things he was the one who had the metal pieces and he had to cut that metal and so what he told me was that every day he would use his affected hand and cut the metal And so at first, he didn't have enough strength. He'd have to use the other arm to help him. But every day, he would try to continually use it. And he was one of the only people that I can recall that actually regained the muscles and the use of his arm. So it just goes to show you that using it every day and consistently actively regrowing those nerves is what is going to give you the progress and is where you're going to see the changes. Okay, so the first thing to understand is that you need to know what you're wanting to work at, right? So a lot of you guys have these narratives and these things that you tell yourselves and they're normal. They're things that you've told yourself maybe even all your life. Um, And so to you, that's normal, but you really want to check in and pay attention to what's holding you back and what sort of things are you telling yourself that are actually false and that you could work at. Maybe you're telling yourself that you don't deserve to be happy or successful. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're not smart enough or you don't have an education uh, to succeed and to become wealthy. Maybe you're telling yourself that you only know one career and so you don't know anything else and so you have to stick with that same career even though you don't like it. Maybe you're telling yourself that in order to be respected and loved, you must not show emotions and you must pretend like everything is fine. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're fat and you don't deserve to be loved. 
Maybe you're telling yourself that you're always making mistakes and so you can't try anything new or you're just going to make another mistake. The list goes on and on. But once you really recognize what you're telling yourself, then you can change the narrative. So for instance, with my idea that I have to work hard to succeed, I now tell myself that I am open to accepting financial wealth in new ways. I am able to attract financial abundance with ease. And guys, even if I don't believe what I'm saying, because I'll tell you, I did not believe it at the beginning. I will continue to say this over and over again until my mind understands and agrees and actually does believe what I'm saying. So I personally find that writing it out in a journal is really effective. I find that if I'm just thinking it in my head, I get a little bit more sidetracked um, and I don't really pay attention to it as much as I do when I write. I also find when I'm writing it out that I will continue to build on that rant and that um, conversation um, of my desires and I will just let things out and emotions and different other things that will that will be in my mind that I don't even know that are in there, uh, they will come out. And I think that's really effective to really journal it and, uh, and write it out on paper. So you might find journaling really effective. Maybe you find sticky notes really effective. So putting sayings and different phrases up around your house, or maybe you have a mantra that you say or a phrase that you like to say every day that can also be extremely effective. Um, I have an interview that's coming out this Monday, actually, with a lady called Her name is Dana, um, and she shares how she writes out her mantra with the opposite hand. And I I think that that could be extremely effective because, again, it's getting your brain to work in a different way. And so you're really going to ingrain that into your mind. So I want to challenge you all, if you can pick one of these things that I just mentioned and stick with it for an entire week, if not even the entire month, and really try to change that narrative, that mindset that you have in your mind. So whether you choose to journal it out, put it on a post-it, you know, have a mantra, whatever it is that you choose, but pick one thing at least. And do it every single day, if not multiple times a day. I'll tell you, I've been journaling lately like three times a day. I've got several things that I've been working on. And the more you do it, right, we talked about this, the more you do it, the quicker as well as the more effective it's going to be. So the more you work at it, the more you do it, the better off you're going to be. Now, as for my birthday, I will say, I am not sure how it's going to go yet. I don't know if it's going to be an emotional one or what it's going to be like being as though um, it is a milestone birthday as well as it is the same year that my mom passed away so many years ago. Um, But I will say that on a typical day, I am really proud that I've been able to focus on my health and to feel confident with my journey and my decisions to put my health first and to continue to work at it, which I can't say that I'm never going to get cancer or an illness because clearly everyone, even the healthiest people in the world, get sick and die eventually. But I know that I am doing my best and that makes me feel very confident and very proud. 
So you guys, I wish, I wish this for all of you. I wish good health and wellness. And if there is anything that you need from me or anything that you would like to chat about, please reach out to me and let's chat. Otherwise, for my birthday wishes, I would love if all of you share this podcast, share it with a friend, uh, post it on your Instagram, maybe write a review on iTunes for me, or just share the love of this podcast in some way so that I can continue to inspire and support as many people as possible. Big hugs to you all for your support that you've been giving me over the past year and a half, and I look forward to eventually, once we are out of quarantine, to do this live so that maybe I can have a chance to meet some of you guys who are listening along and have a live audience. I do really think that that would be amazing, and so my fingers are crossed that we can start socializing again really soon. But until then, please keep shining your light in a way that you can. We are all needing our leaders to step up right now and shine. And as always, keep moving forward. Bye for now, everyone. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and the Move Forward podcast. I am extremely grateful to each of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to share this episode with someone you think would benefit. Also, if you could please leave an honest review by going to iTunes and leaving your thoughts and questions. Let us know what you would like to hear more of so we can continue to inspire and share with the world. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am forever grateful for this community that we are building and the individuals we are helping. Until next time, we hope you continue to move forward by choosing to move your body, your mind, and your soul. Thanks, guys.